Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet. No GPS. No text messages. No podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fear the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 262. This is Russ, and it's a full house tonight. I wonder why. <laughs> Maybe there was some news that came out. <laughs> uh, but this is Russ, and joining with me is Aaron, Jim, Rich, and Daryl. Everybody has tomorrow off. Yeah. Hello. Thankfully. As far as I know, that is true. Yeah, we're setting off the Walker Works. Yeah. All right. The Sky um, Flowers. Yes. What? The fireworks. Fireworks. The sky Flowers. Sky Flower. Land of the Dead. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anywho, uh, a little back. thing happened this week. <laughs> Um, Just a little, a little blip on the news radar. Yeah, kind of out of the blue. Even though they solicited issues one ninety four and one ninety five, uh, one issue one ninety three of the Walking Dead comic that came out as we record this today, July the third, is the final issue of the of the series. And I guess it's what what did they say? Seven? How many pages? Was it seventy four pages? Forty seven pages? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting that backwards. 40 sounds right. I just, like I said, I just read it before we got on here, so I could look. Hold on. It'll take um, a minute, though. But it it came out of the, while well, Jim does that, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit. It, it came out of the blue. Uh, the announcement came out, I guess it was it Tuesday, the announcement came out that it was going to be ending um, on Wednesday. Uh, big secret. Uh, none of, like, the distributors weren't told. Comic shop owners weren't told. Apparently, there were only a couple people at Image other than Robert Kirkman that even knew that this was going on. San Diego Comic-Con is painting a banner, and it said, going on for another five years, and then they had to stop halfway through. Like, yeah. uh, the actual the actual story lasts uh, 69 pages, okay, and there's, so, some other, there's another 12 pages of, like, addendum and other material. Okay, what's so an, I wasn't... What's I, an okay. average book? Yeah. What's an average book size? Uh, I think 22. it's like 22, 22, yeah. That's what I figured, okay. Or 20, depending. Yeah. But it's like it's like like under thirty is what I figured. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, um, the, we are not. So just for anybody concerned, I know there is a big spoiler out there in the land of the Walking Dead comic. We are not going to talk about that spoiler. We're not going to allude to that spoiler. There it's are not, several, honestly. You're right, but I mean, leading up to this, there was one big one that uh, that was out there. I, I don't intend to. I mean, it's not pertinent to the to this conversation. Uh, mm. uh, the, the, so. I, I will give what I think about this whole thing, and then I'll, and then I'm curious to to hear and see what you guys think. To me, this there's there's there appear. I feel like there's a bit of sensationalism to this announcement. I think there's more to this story than what we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I think some of it may be that because of the 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 media side of Kirkman's life is probably taking over, and. I think he wants to be the sole writer of the of the Walking Dead the comic and and maybe not just have it where okay if he doesn't have time to write it anymore either it starts slipping into 
bi-monthly, you know, four times a year, or, you know, the typical image, you know, founding creator kind of, uh, kind of cycle of, you know, these things just kind of, kind of fade away or, or have few issues a year. I personally, I think that they're either going to relaunch a new series or relaunch the walking dead with a new number one. And it's going to have a different writer. And Kirkman is going to basically just kind of like be the story person, but somebody else isn't going to actually do the writing or possibly other spinoffs or something like that. I, I, I mean, I don't think that, I mean, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know, but I, I just have a hard time believing that this is the end of the walking dead in comic form. I have a hard time believing that whatever story they're telling is, this is the definitive end and that there might not be something else to it. Um, but I don't know, maybe and Jim, you've read it. So I don't know if there's, there's a, there's a definite period at the end of that sentence after reading the issue, but I, I just I feel like I, 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 <laughs> Charles Destin blows up the earth and it's like, yeah, well, problem yeah. solved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it. You blew it all to hell. That's one of those I, modern beneath the planet of the apes references that the kids are going for these days. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, are you going to start singing hymns to an atomic bomb now? Yeah. Um, Kirkman did make a statement real quick. If I could read it, uh, it was at the end of the issue. Uh, this is the end of the walking dead. That's it. It's over. We're done. I'm sure you have a million questions. Um, why, why didn't we announce this so fans would have some time to prepare? Well, personally, I hate knowing that's coming. As a fan, I hate it when I realize I'm in the third act of a movie. The story is winding down. I hate that I can count the commercial breaks. I know I'm nearing the end of a TV show. And I hate that you can feel when you're getting to the end of a book or a graphic novel. Uh, the Walking Dead has always been built on surprise, not knowing what's going to happen when you turn the page, who's going to die, how they're going to die. It's been essential to the success of the series. It's been the lifeblood that kept it going all these years, keeping people engaged, and it felt wrong and against the very nature of the series to not make the actual end as surprising as all the big deaths. So he just says it felt like filler, and he um, he was he was harder and harder for, to come in, for him to come up with new places for the story to go. So... Yeah, well, I so I'm taking it he wasn't part of the decision-making as far as the two more episodes left of Rick. Three more episodes left, you know, because that's exactly what he's describing there. So I wonder if that was a dig. Well, yeah. I don't know. He he plays the game. He, he, can, he Sometimes he'll say he's not going to do something or he's not part of something, and it's all yeah. full shit, too. So it, it's all well, part of the game. I know he has gotten a lot more busy with Skybound and all of the stuff that's going on there. Because, um, like, I think he's, like, himself doing a whole big event around Skybound at, at San Diego this year or something like that. I remember reading something like that. But, um, yeah, I agree with Russ. I think it's he's just so busy, um, mm-hmm. you know. It, and honestly, and I'm a few trades behind, but honestly, I I think it's time. You know, every story needs an end, and now I don't like what Jim just read there as far as him saying it's done and it's over. I mean, there's an entire globe of Walking Dead in this apocalypse. There are other stories that can be told, and now my understanding, doesn't Kirkman own The Walking Dead? Image is just the distributor, the publisher? Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think Image could go off and do anything without his permission. So, I I kind of expect maybe an occasional thing from Skybound or something. Um, 
maybe published on image. I don't know, but uh, I, I, I hate to think because there are so many possibilities of stories from all over the globe that could be told all kinds of interesting things. It's one thing I'd like to see with some of the spinoff stuff they've talked about as far as the TV show goes, but you could really get into some rich storytelling um, in different areas of the globe in this apocalypse with this setting and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I I do think though it was a good call to end it. Um just based on again, I'm a little behind, but I was kind of starting to get some fatigue towards where I'm at. So real quick though I'm sorry, real quick though. I mean they're releasing that new Walking Dead comic, Typhoon in well, October. It's a it's a novel, yeah. In, oh a yeah. novel, I'm sorry, in October. Yeah. Sorry. So I I I'm curious because this has been, you know, an ongoing series since 2003. Um, that's not had any spinoffs, right? Even like, even Kirk, even Invincible had kind of semi—not really huge spinoffs, but it had some like tangential material. Mm-hmm. This has had this has had nothing. Well, it uh, had what, the show thing in the Playboy. Yeah, well, it had like stories. It had books yeah. that spin yeah. off of it. But right, and a mini. You had one. Well, they there, did one mini, yeah. wasn't it? The yeah, what it was called. Um, the world a, of of uh, Invincible. It was called. No, 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 no! I mean, The Walking Dead wasn't there. Oh, like a, wasn't it something there, on the Governor or Michonne? Was, yeah, that was the one. It was published originally in yeah. Playboy or something like oh, that. Okay. Then they yeah. then they did it. Yeah. It was either a free comic book day thing or something, mm-hmm. and they published it with some other material from Image and other things in a book. But you, you hear what I'm saying? It's but essentially, a, yes, it's yes. been a long running series, and right. it's you know, there's there's nothing that's kind of diverted from it beyond the kind of extra material in forms of TV shows, video games, what have you. Is is this an unprecedented thing for something like this for it to be going on that long without any kind of spinoff material, and then for something to kind of come out of that as far as and now we're doing this like not uh, like really. Sandman maybe or Watchmen I guess even yeah, though it's not unprecedented like no not really I mean, well maybe Watchmen the, was twelve issues so yeah exactly that's what I'm saying it's like maybe it, the closest thing on the image side is um like Savage Dragon I mean and technically that's still ongoing and and Savage Dragon has appeared in other comics over time, but essentially it's, I, I'm not, and I'm no expert by any stretch, but I'm not aware of any like spinoff miniseries or anything. Oh, there like were that. like super Patriots. Uh, there was a bunch yeah. of, uh, okay. early on they were when, when it was, you know, at the height, there were gotcha. a bunch of, uh, miniseries and stuff that they had done. I mean, well, like yeah, Spawn, Spawn has had a ton of, I mean, Sam and Twitch, uh, Angela, like it's had yeah. a lot of. Uh, yeah, they uh, both uh, did it earlier. Well, Spawn. Angela was what, a four issue miniseries or did they do others beyond that? Because I quit reading Spawn, I don't know, around 150 issues in or so. I guess my my question is like, do you think it's possible to re- to actually see like spin off like comic material that comes out of The Walking Dead after after just kind of abruptly stopping it? Sure. I'm not wanting Absolutely. to see anything spin off necessarily, although that would be cool. It's it's just other survivors in other areas of the globe. Like there's a station, you know, down in An- Antarctica. What happened there? Um, I don't know if you could really have a long series with that. But I guess my, my question is like, well, they could have done that in the past 17 years, right? right I mean, they right. haven't. So yeah, like, but this has been Rick's story and Rick's journey all this time. Is, yeah, sure, is the way I mean, still, they still had plenty of time to be like, hey, we can also tell this story. Like, we can just kind of throw this in there as like a thing. Like, I still think they're going to re- I, I, I don't think there's no way this is it. I, I, even the way yeah. he did it, 
I don't think this is it. I think he's playing. You know, this is the game. He's going to end this for Rick, and now he's going to relaunch it. I think this more has it. to do with Kirkman as the writer than it right. is any story right. necessarily he's trying to tell or whatever. I think. Right. I think it. Looking back on it, it'll be like, hey, if you want Robert Kirkman's The Walking Dead, there's 193 issues, start to finish. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Everything else was directed by him or right. story by him but and i'm sure he'll he'll write actual issues but i just have a feeling that this thing's going to franchise out and and now we're going to see kind of aaron to your point mm-hmm. the the stuff like you know like there may not be a walking dead proper series maybe there will maybe there won't but i think there's going to be a lot more comic material maybe we'll get fear the walking dead the comic book the comic book that adapts the tv series fear the walking dead yeah too much of the fans joy it'll go the other way yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, get, we, get, we get reunited I, with chris and all our fans favorites <laughs> yeah I, i'm trying I did to some... remember who um who was the uh original artist on the walking dead the first six tony issues moore. tony moore because hasn't there been a back and forth and a whole lawsuit thing back and forth with that and then uh, other think, things that have yeah, gone on he had to pay i think they him. settled all that out though yeah they, uh, okay because i was they wondering paid. if maybe that had something to do with it too to just no, get other people's names think, off. Yeah. Okay. i'm sure kirkman's wiki page has plenty of the lawsuits that are still pending yeah. with all the <laughs> right now, so. yeah. yeah he basically he paid out he's he's got he, he's uh taken care of but I'm just saying it was kind of so I mean I just got the email a little while ago from DCBS our our sponsor um telling me that they've now taken issues 194 and 195 out of my upcoming orders so right I mean, but so you. We, we I mean, before two hundred too. That's interesting yeah. to me. <laughs> that's that's why there's some like eight some, uh, Yeah, exactly. Some OCD <laughs> people are going to be really upset about this. But the I'm way like, he did it makes it more. It makes it the last issue more valuable. I mean, well, even to do it the way that he did it by surprise, there's nothing like that happens anymore in comics. It's always no, no. pre, you know, planned and told to every to every retailer before. Uh, sometimes a year or two before it's going to happen and there's a countdown. He is right. But to actually do it the way he's doing it as a business, as a businessman, to do it this way and to add this little, uh, uh, because he knows there are people going to be upset about it, there are people going to be mad about it, there are speculators speculators that are going to be doing something, they're thinking, they're already speculating, they're already speculating the characters in the last issue will be someone either in the show down the line or in uh, another series. So the speculated, speculation for it is great. So that makes this whole thing. Well, in a, in a <laughs> new number so one or a new spinoff series number one or miniseries or whatever it is, it, 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 the orders are going to be astronomical because yeah. everybody's going to be like, oh, I need to get this because I didn't get the first one back when it first yeah. came out and it's worth, you know, a jillion dollars. Um. I mean, I went back through – one of the things I did was look back through the numbers on the last few issues to see what it was selling at because to think, okay, well, maybe it's – you know, it kind of it kind of had, you know, this this upward trend over its over its life and then it kind of dipped back down and then it kind of – it kind of, you know, kind of upped back – you know, it kind of went back up again. Um, and so I went to Comicron.com, the John Jackson Miller site where he tracks all the, the numbers and – in March, it estimated to sell 42,000 copies, and it was 30th on the chart. So not, not bad. Um, 
better than most Marvel or a lot of Marvel and you know regular monthly Marvel and DC titles. Um, April it did forty another same thing about forty two thousand. It was ranked thirty first, and then May it did forty eight thousand, and it was ranked twenty seventh. So it's not even a book that's kind of on the wane as far as numbers no, go. I mean, to sell that, but I mean, to, it, there's so many Image Comics that's not that's not even close to selling. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so the, Kirkman's pulling a Seinfeld here. He's on top of the world and pulling. Yeah, and he, pretty <laughs> much. Because yeah. look I'm, at the, cole- the collection. I mean, once you collect right. all of this together, and you know they're going to do another collection because that's. Oh yeah. Of course. So to do, you can collect all of this now, and it's going to be worth so much. I have all the hard bounds of Invincible, and I'm, you know, and I'm expecting any day now for another like big some finished studio set or something. You know, I'll know about it when Russ starts talking about it. So. <laughs> that won't happen until the movie. For Invincible, it won't happen until the movie. I think they're just going to let the franchise breathe and then come back, like you said, with a, a relaunch or number one or an anthology series or some, you know, thing that won't be written. <laughs> New Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, that yeah, won't, yeah. Um, yeah, that won't be you know, written by, by Kirkman, you know, and right. I think it's a smart move. I mean, that's how you keep the, the interest in is you kind of you know, take it away for a little bit, bring it back, you know. And AMC, I mean, obviously with the ratings going down on the main show and everything, it's, you know, it's peaked. And they're trying to, you know, maintain the interest for as long as they can. So letting the franchise kind of sit on the back burner comics-wise is probably part of that move. They announced the the Comic-Con panels for Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead by the and Preacher, I guess, for that matter, as far as AMC shows go today. Yeah, and um, Nosferatu, I think, too. Like a moratorium? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on a separate day. I think, like, all the other ones are Saturday, and I think Nosferatu's Sunday, maybe? I still show haven't started that yet. Are they going to show it at double speed and it'll be a regular speed show? <laughs> oh, so slow. Not as slow as too young, too young to die, too old. Yeah, to but that's repping. You're going into expecting that. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> like watching paint dry. Um, yeah, I, I think I have a suspicion that we'll hear more sooner rather than mm-hmm. later about whatever's oh, next. For sure. If not Comic Con, if we don't hear about it at Comic Con, I'll be actually shocked. Uh, yeah, um, I don't. There's no way he yeah. didn't. There's no way he didn't plan this out. To it's end too, yeah, the timing is close. good. Yeah, it's too. It's close. so close. It's it's no way. He he is yeah. always planning out things. Like never right. think that uh, Kirkman does stuff. You know, He'd just be a good writer on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad I'm not going to Comic Con because the last time I went to his panel, like he's like, I'm just going to talk about things that are spoilers, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> No, I know, I know stuff. So if he has his own, like, I'm going to just sit on my by myself panel. Oh, again. he will. Oh yeah, you know. I'm glad I'm not going to have to listen to that. I'll just hear the highlights on whatever site picks it up. For sure. And he's he's kind of a uh, he's kind of a his own man kind of thing, right? So yeah. and he's kind of a not like a jokester, but he's kind of a he's, he's kind fun. of a wise ass, I guess I would yeah, say. No, he, and he, and he, I don't he, mean that in a derogatory sense. He's a little stinker. That's what yeah. he is. <laughs> he likes like, yeah. to poke the bear. He likes yes. uh, he does things on purpose, knowing that it's gonna. Because he he comes from that uh, that Stanley kind of thing of doing. Are you saying that he's stuff. trying to be controversial? Uh, yes. No. So he'll and do it works. He'll it do does. a nine. He'll do a six issue miniseries yeah. for The Walking Dead, and then come back with issue two. He'll do it Marvel yeah. style. It'll be issue two hundred of The Walking Dead. Um, after that, and it'll be this big thing and sell 150,000 copies. <laughs> because he knows how uh, he knows how fandom is. You you can you know if you you can get them riled up, and you know it it always works in the favor of. Yeah, 
of your I, property. I guess it'll come down to if he had, if like someone asks him the question, like you've had, you've said before, you've had the ending for this in mind. Did you do it? I mean, I guess you could just lie also, but I mean, sure. We know he's had the ending in mind for this, mm-hmm. even though it didn't know when he was necessarily going to arrive at it. Right. I, I guess again, I also have to like go sight on scene for the year until I finally read this when I get the hard hardcover. I guess seventeen would be the last one, assuming sixteen is this next one. And I guess oh, that would I would be assume, it. yeah. Yeah, it just—it was just strange. I mean, it it uh, it uh, well, it gave a lot of people that don't read this comic the chance to write spoilery headlines that I'm having to do like Twitter new jujitsu to avoid. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I know nothing about what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm a good year away. So. It is a re- I, it, it, it is it is. It is incredible, and it's I, retailers. I it is a hit mm-hmm. to retailers as well. So there's a lot of that too. Yeah, going on right now because I can imagine, you know, a, a re like if it was known that this was the end of this book coming, like I don't know what I don't know what they printed. I don't know what the retail orders are going to be, but I can guarantee you they could have sold more than if if forty eight thousand is or forty seven thousand is where we're forty five thousand ish is where we're sitting. Mm-hmm. They they would have easily sold one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand copies of this issue if they if they advertise ahead of time that it was ending. Yeah. Well, DC, DC, DCBS just sent an email a little while ago saying that they are they now have the second printing available for order. Yeah, which makes the first printings so much more valuable now. Right. I should, I should have went to the comic store this morning and picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> checked and, and my order is prepping to ship right now that contains yeah. my 193 He in just it. made the first printing of his run, like the, the you know, expensive wait until, uh, you know, eBay and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it is ridiculous. And I'm sure there'll be some special so-and-so cover editions, variants, and blah, blah, blah that'll come afterwards, but it still oh, won't be sure. the same. Yeah. He's always, he, yeah, he keeps it interesting. I mean, he does keep people talking when you think uh, people are losing interest in The Walking Dead. There's something, he does something to, to spark. Yeah. Con- sure. uh, uh, you know, talk about it because he knows he he comes from the you know the Stanleys and stuff. You have to keep it. You know, you have to stay vital. You have to stay in the it, conversation. You have to keep. You know, and I think he thinks this is his. You know, he doesn't think it. It is. It's kind of. It's his baby. Right? It's his and baby. So, yeah. You know, it, it's. I'm sure there's a lot of it where it's like, okay, well, I don't want to hand this off to somebody else Mm-mm. if I if I can't or don't want to write it and Charlie doesn't or isn't going you know going to draw it anymore then it's time to put it to bed and then we'll we'll do whatever the next thing is and either you know yeah he he fought for this book because that's that's kind of what happened with Moore and him tony Moore and him like the fighting for this book he he wanted it well both of them didn't they didn't they say that they didn't expect it to go beyond the six issues Well, I saw an interview because uh, right after the show launched, I remember Kirkman saying something about if he had known the uh, comic was going to go past issue six, he would have, spoiler alert, not killed Shane off in issue six. Mm. I mean, he had to lie to get the book. Yeah, uh, I was say, to say, he, he okay for the, the book in off. the first place. Yeah. Because it was another zombie book. Nobody wanted to, right. to do it. Image didn't want to do any zombie books anymore. Yeah, he lied to uh, to uh, to get it done. To what's his name? 
Who's the image founder guy? The one McFarlane? No, 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 no. Jim Valentino. Yeah. He was in, he the was, head, he was, was the head guy. At yeah. The he was at EIC at that time. Right. Or publisher or whatever. And yeah, he totally lied to, he totally lied to Valentino. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, anybody else have any final thought? I think, I think people, you know, freaking out. There's a lot of whatever. Personally, I, I, I just, I mean, I think it's shocking in the fact that, that this is unique and that something is able to keep a secret, like Daryl was saying. And not be out there and not be spoiled in that sense. And then it's just like, oh, hey, by the way, tomorrow that we're done. Like, that's it. Uh, yeah, can we hits. get Kirkman to uh, administer our next election? Because, like, he does really good <laughs> at security and keeping things secret. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're changing things up this year, guys. This guy, Robert, he's just, uh, you know, <laughs> he's <laughs> an example. <laughs> Um, but I, you know, I, I, I think people thinking that, oh my God, it's, you know, this is the end. This is over there. You know, this, this, is, the is, this is the end of this property and we're, there's no more comics. And I think, I think you just need to relax. And there's no more room in hell and no more comics. Yeah. Walking dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I saw some news that they were starting to film the spinoff. It's going to be filming in Virginia. If yeah. I, Ooh, yeah, I, I thought I it. saw that as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, going out of their out of their way there. Yeah, must have taken no, like great. two hours to drive up coast. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great to do, I, for him. It's great to do it, and for the property itself, it, it is the way he's doing it is is probably the best way to do it because everything is sensationalized nowadays, especially yeah. in comics. I mean, it, so to do it, it the way he's doing it is, is probably best for him. And I will be shocked, utterly shocked, if within I'll say three years, I don't think we even don't that see long. <laughs> we don't see a issue one ninety four uh-huh. or an issue two hundred of this comic. Like I will just be shocked if we if 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 we don't. Uh, that's just my that's just my opinion. Uh, no, uh, yeah, nothing stays nothing stays dead. Nothing stays buried. You know, no, and comics. he loves to play with the fans. He loves I'm curious since them. you have the numbers there, Russ. Um, like. When they did issue one hundred, do you do you, can you see that like what the numbers were for that? Because like weren't there like ten different covers and all that? So mm-hmm. like that sales opportunities that they're missing out on if they don't do something like that for an issue two hundred, you know. So I I think that kind of he can afford to play that game. But he can yeah, afford yeah. to not do that because it, you know and and do what he did because of the um, the amount of trade the trades he keeps those trades are so. Are kept True. in print because they move so well. Three hundred and sixty thousand. Well, look at that. Is that a lot? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> comics, it's a lot. That's yeah. For comics, it's a lot. It's no yeah. Jim Lee X Men number one million units, but it also didn't have five connected wraparound covers. So, <laughs> and there were a lot more uh, comic shops at that time. True. Well. Yeah. yeah, the Chromium. The, yeah, looking. So John Mayo on CBR had an article, and it was three hundred and thirty-five thousand units of the multi-variant issue one hundred, and then thirty thousand nine hundred sixty-nine units of the Chromium because they actually had two separate dime, like diamond numbers for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three hundred sixty-six thousand for yeah one hundred. So you figure if if now I think that was kind of at the height of the popularity. I would say mm-hmm. so. I don't True. Know if a, I don't know if a final issue would do three hundred and sixty thousand, but I bet you it would do a hundred and fifty, if not two hundred thousand. Yeah. 
So, and even more, if he could get Tony Moore to come back and Charlie and him do uh, trade off on different pages, that would be interesting. I don't think they're in a good place. I don't place think for that'll that. ever happen, uh, but that yeah. would be cool. And I would definitely buy that. <laughs> sure. And then, yeah, Frank Darabont comes and adapts it, right? That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I guess we should talk about this show now, right? We probably should. Yeah. I mean, that that's a, I mean, I haven't, I, I mean, I don't think there's been big enough, bigger news. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, related to, to this property since no. we started the show. I mean, the fact that the, the inspiration for all of it is ending is, mm-hmm. uh, is, is pretty big news. So it was worthwhile to, to kind of have a protracted conversation on that. I think mm-hmm. like Michael Cutlet's like won a hot dog eating contest. That was pretty big once, but I mean, besides that, yeah. That was nice. <laughs> Aside from that, this is, this is up there. Yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty big news too. Ooh, that's yeah. tomorrow. The big Nathan's contest. The big- <laughs> oh no. Hey, you're right there in New York, Daryl. No, no. <laughs> leave the leave the murder shed for a while, and uh, no. He makes his own hot dogs in the murder shed. That's right. That's right. Fresh. <laughs> don't ask. Don't ask about the meat. Yeah. <laughs> don't ask too many questions. Gotta get rid of it somehow. Yeah. Or else you become the meal. Yes. All right. Here we go. Fear the Walking Dead, season five, episode five. The end of everything. Do we have to talk about it now? It's uh, all over. It's all yeah, over. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I, to, I've, I've been watching. I've been catching up on Young Justice, and so. Uh, oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I, w- I won't say I was underwhelmed with this issue, but I wasn't whelmed either. So yeah, I, I just I, I was kind of it was kind of a long walk for a short drink of water, as they say. Uh, I feel like with this episode. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Hot take. Um, hot take. I like it. Hot take, yeah. I was good up. <laughs> well, I, thought was, I thought it was all right, too. Hot take. I am obviously in the minority. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so it starts off as – it kind of started – this episode kind of starts where the, the previous – not the previous episode, but the previous time we saw, saw Al left off where she's in the mud, um, in the rain, um, and she's she's bound up and she's trying to get away. And it, I thought the edits were a little weird with this because it, I couldn't really tell. So in, in this part, you know, she's bound up. She gets up. She starts to run away. She loses right. her boot. She uh-huh. falls. She hides the tape. Um, and then she gets found again. And then we cut, and it's day daytime, and she's sitting in the back of that car, and she's tied up with a rope. And at first I couldn't figure out, okay, is this uh, – like are we flashing back to – like it – yeah, it did kind there, of. There was a weird time thing happened. Yeah, and, and maybe and it was probably just me, but it for about half a second I was just a little confused as to if if they were playing around with the order in which the events took place. I, uh, Nothing stuck I out to me like I, that. the I way know. you just described it. Like, yeah, that was my take. Like, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. what to say. Like, it just it. See, I I figured okay, now we have to catch up on what happened since the, it was the first episode she was taken, right? Yeah. So yes. it's mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, well, yeah. all right, here's a quick recap, and it's been at least like a couple days since everything else that happened in the series happened. Right. So we're like kind of getting some kind of push forward to be like, all right, so she's kidnapped now. That's that's well, yeah, we're bringing I'm, her. I'm and she had at, one boot, so that was my other like. Okay, right. so I know where we are. I'm looking at the recap on Skybound's site, and it says here, so Althea unmasks them, revealing a woman who asks where her camera tape is, and Al says in her boot, which she lost. The next morning, Al finds herself in the passenger seat. So, yeah, I, 
It just shot to the next day. That's all. Yeah, it just. Yeah. It, it, they're just. I guess because it was so jarring to go from you know rainy, muddy night, right, and you know, given that she was literally wallowing in the mud, to showing her seemingly the next morning not covered in muck, still yeah. <laughs> sitting in the car. You know, like muck, I, it just. Muck, muck. It, it again, it, not not a huge deal, but it just for 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 a short period of time, it just kind of had me second guessing as to if they were playing playing with the events of time. I mean, once we I actually saw what was going on, it was clear as to, to yeah. I mean, well, I, and I, I actually word on the street is that Robert Kirkman saw at the beginning of this episode and decided to cancel the whole comic book because he was so confused. <laughs> 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 Screw this! <laughs> I get your confusion, Rush, oh. because you know. You know, usually they'll drag out like the whole overnight, and you'll have some spooky stuff go on, and then we'll get to the morning. But this time they just cut that out and went straight to the next day. So yeah, the faster we get to rock climbing zombie, the better in my eyes. So I'm all sure. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was awesome. So we, she's in the car. They kind of go to an exterior shot, and we see that there's like a circular area of barbed wire. Uh, around the car and so the first thing i thought of immediately knowing there's helicopters and everything else was ah this must be a landing zone and they set up the barbed wire to mm-hmm. kind of protect the helicopter from um from being damaged by walkers running up and getting caught in the blades and you know what what have you i don't know much about whatever the hell's going on with this group with the helicopters and the a and the b's and whatever the f- but i i do admire that they all seem to be smart which is more than i could say about so many of these groups that we encounter <laughs> like True. it's just like this is a nice refreshing people are like double checking things they can mm-hmm. they have walkie talkies they're they That's wear armor they, they wear armor that they can move around in comfortably like it's like right. this is so refreshing teams yeah this is so refreshing to see That's organization they <laughs> like, are the future <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Al's she's trying to get out of the car, so she ends up enticing a walker to come her way um, after like, opening, getting the door open. I got to uh, say this: I like Al's MacGyverness throughout this ep- this entire yes. episode. Like dude, she did a lot of smart things to get out. She's very resourceful. Besides being a journalist, did we have we got another backstory on her? Was she yeah. like a wartime? This is the most we get this episode. Yeah, yeah that's ours. the point of okay. it, is that yeah. she never tells anything. Yeah, because yeah, uh, she's a badass. Mean. I mean, we already well, I mean, knew she was a badass, but she is definitely a badass. I just, I re- one of the couple of things I appreciate about this episode, one of them is that we got to see a little more about Al. I mean, it's right. about time they kind of filled in her character a little bit more than what they already had. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you're right. She is a badass, though. Yeah. So she she's able to entice the walker. Um, it, it's she gets you know she's able to get a hold of some of the barbed wire, which apparently is incredibly sharp uh, and incredibly sturdy to take this heavy gauge rope and be able to work through it very quickly. Um, uh, and then kills the walker, gets out, runs over to the helicopter, uh, and immediately goes to start it up as if she were just going to fly that thing right on out of there. Um, and of course, there's no fuel in the helicopter. Oh. Uh, and then, yeah, and then gets on the radio, tries to get a hold of Morgan, and obviously she gets a hold of somebody representing this group, uh, whoever this group is, uh, and that's when uh, the lady who uh, we will we will come to know uh, as Isabel, as Isabel, but but will be known <laughs> known uh, before the end as Happy, um, <laughs> uh, comes now, across her. 
I was curious because when they when she unmasked, I was like, God, she looks so familiar. And I looked her up. Her the actress's name is Sydney Sydney Lemon. I she I don't recognize anything she's been in before, which is only a few things. Something else this year called Velvet Buzzsaw. I don't know what that is. That's the Netflix um, Jake Gyllenhaal art movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I haven't right. seen that. Um, she did an episode of Law and Order SVU a while back, and then her first role was something in a docu a fake documentary called Bad Puss, a popumentary. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. She just looks so familiar. You know, and I can't. You know who she looked like to me? Huh. She looked like Ruth Nega. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, she does kind of. Okay, yeah. maybe that's why I thought that. I don't know. That's that's the vibe I got from from her. She just she had. Just kind of had that look to me, a little, a little fuller, like Ruth, Ruth Nega's a little, a little slimmer. She could be her sister if they said they were siblings. I believe. It. I believe it. Yeah. 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 Especially at the club after a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so she comes back. She has her boot. She doesn't have the tape. Um, so it's clear that that Al is kind of leading. You know, not telling her the whole the whole truth about everything. Um, they obviously need fuel. Um, and of course the fuel is like way far away up on a hill, you know, where you have to, to do some sort of rock climbing. I get why. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get why the fuel is up there because mm-hmm. it makes sense. It makes sense to put it somewhere where the average Joe isn't just going to come by and steal all your jet fuel. Right, right. But if you're flying in a helicopter in this crack team, right? Highly organized and you're running low on fuel wouldn't you just land at this zone that has a big H on it to land your helicopter, fuel yourself up, and then go on about your business? Like, why would you land it there? Because it knowing... wasn't in the script that way, Russ. I guess. that's. I don't know. That just bugged me. Like, that just bothered me. It's like, I. I it didn't bother me that the, the fuel was where it was. It bothered me that that she just didn't. I mean, Plus, it, was, it was a rainy and- night. You know? uh, maybe the storm, yeah. No, that's I mean, there's point. all kinds of like out. That's you, know, a good point. you can ask a thousand questions of why something happens. Just sometimes that's just how it happens. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Yeah, I didn't think about the weather. Plus, to yeah. Aaron's point, that's how we get rock climbing zombie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the most important fact of all. So. Right, right. Yeah. That's um, what that's what Robert Kirkman actually said. He's going to redo the comic, but then like he just had <laughs> to discontinue yes. it afterwards to get it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so this is where Al they're they're driving to go get the fuel. Um, the reclamation team is going to be there in 72 hours. So if they can't get, get the fuel, come back, fuel up the helicopter, and then take off, uh, this reclamation team is going to come in and, and do what needs to be done is the way I kind of understood that. See, just hearing them say reclamation team may be so like, just like, I just had a grin on my face. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's so much farther, further advanced than like, we need to build a bridge. Like, we have a reclamation yeah. team. <laughs> I guess it's good that it wasn't a rendition team. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure they have that too, given the, yeah, I'm sure the they where do. they're at where they're at, yeah. Uh, you are done dealing. Um so of course they, they come down the road, there's there's some a few rocks, there's some walkers, and this is the part that I thought was weird. Like I, I have a lot of gripes with this episode, so bear with me. <laughs> okay. Um they get she stops the car, they get out of the car. She gives her the jacket. Like, there's three walkers walking up, and she has a rifle in her hand. And she gives Al the jacket because she says she can't afford to for her to be bit and and you know taken or whatever. And I'm like, there's just three random walkers. Yeah, like, this why? Is, this, I agree. This is the most contrived part of the I'm episode. Like, what? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Because then one does come out of the dirt or whatever, and she does like get bit. It's like good thing you have the jacket. It's like. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it was like Chekhov's jacket, right? Yeah, like uh, it was. But yeah, like the idea of like there's three random walkers Walker that they could probably just drive nice. past, but somehow it's like this. We need to stop here, and I yes. need to make every precaution possible, even though both of us are expert walker killers, and I have to take them out very carefully right now. It's just yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of shoe leather <laughs> to like make this whole sequence happen. Yeah, and, and then of course, so I'll, you know, they're both standing there. She goes up and has that cool pitchfork thing on the end of her rifle. Um, stabs all three of the walkers, and then of course a landslide comes and knocks their car off the road. And I'm just like, "What is happening?" And Al threw out that little thing, right, where she said, "This is why I never stay with the car." That's exactly what yes. I was going to say. I was going to say it plays back to you. Know, I never wait in the car, you know, because yeah. And now what yeah, would happen if she would have? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, I, I mean, they stopped it. I know what you're saying. Like, I get, I get, I get what the episodes do. Like, it's not hard to get what the episodes doing. It's just more of we're really planting our foot down in these ideas to in the most like contrived way possible as far as we need to stop on the road right here and i need to show i need to kill these walkers but not after i give you this jacket but then like oh we're in a landslide area and what the hell there's landslide like it's like okay it's almost like they're working backwards through the story it's like there are certain beats they want to hit to tell certain aspects of the story and they're working their way backwards to like they're they're they have a solution, and now it's like, okay, now we got to figure out the problem to put them in to get them to the solution. Just uh, the problem doesn't seem that extreme. It's three walkers. They have yeah. a car, but it's like, right. like, and you have the the best weapon possible to handle them. But it's like, this is the time where I need to make sure that you're very aware that I'm going to handle this, but we need to be safe. <laughs> I can I get if it, if it was the main show, you know, because then they'd be like, remember that time Lori wasn't paying attention to them walkers and rolled that car over, so we better <laughs> stop and get out and kill them because. Never know what might happen. Are you talking about the time the walker skinned itself through the windshield? <laughs> yes. That's still one of my favorite walker deaths. Um, so, and yeah, so they end up, um, you know, the, the, the car falls off the road. They go to get their stuff out of it. Al's trying to get the camera. And, of course, there's a walker buried under the rubble from the rock slide that comes up and bites her. But she has the magic jacket on, so she doesn't get, you know, bit on the skin uh, and is able to to get away. And this whole time we should have is that, like, the camera is a big deal in all of this. Yes. Like, she mm-hmm. wants yes. to have this camera, and it's mm-hmm. there are, for other reasons we'll get to, but there is, I mean, yeah, it's like, a huge part of it. Yeah, we've yeah. gone through this before with her about this camera. Like, mm-hmm. how, she, how she, you know, this is like a lifeline for her. Without that, yeah. she loses and, it. So she finds, so, so... Happy is looking through the stuff, trying to find the tape, because she knows that uh, that Al's kind of been lying to her about where she has this tape. Um, and, and Al's smart enough to know, like, okay, once I give you the tape, then, you know, I've... I've my, usefulness. my usefulness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she ends up finding, like, a like a hidden compartment in the, in the bag, almost like where it's been sealed up, and finds this tape that says, what is it, the bog number seven? Yeah, the, the yeah. bog number yeah. seven. And she 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 goes well. You might want to watch that tape before you destroy it. Um, and then obviously it's clear that this isn't this, this is not the tape you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and again, we find out more about Al where she does watch the tape, and it's like right as the I think right as the as the zombie apocalypse is happening. Right, like right, mm-hmm. you know, the army has come in, the national guard has come in, and she's like they're basically facing off against each other. And she's focused on getting the story. And apparently the reason that this tape is so special to her is 
instead of going to see her brother, I guess her brother was in, they made it sound like her brother was in the army, right? Like he was. That's what I kind of got. Army or some sort of military or police or something. Yeah. Instead of going to see her. Yeah. Instead of going to see her brother, she focused on the story and Mm -hmm. he died and she wasn't there for him, but she was able to get the story. And so the whole thing is like she sacrificed. So since her brother was gone, all she had left was the story. Well, so remember, be- way back when, someone had said that to her about, like, this is all about the story for you. And she had kind of said something that alluded to doing what she does. It did cost her. It has to mean. She did say something about it. It had to mean something. I think there was a conversation with her and Strand a while back. It was either Strand or it was Morgan, one or the other. Yeah. About it having to mean something. And you kind of get the sense that because she's been this way, something happened. Like, you know, so the people close to her, something happened. Um, and so this is such a refer, you know, this is referring so much back to, to all the early stuff with Al. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we know so little about her. Yeah. And she said, you know, my brother's dead. So the story became my life. Like, yeah. there's nothing else for me but the story. So that yeah. that's why we at least find out why she's so driven to mm-hmm. get these stories. Right. Because she essentially gave up. The only thing that was really important to her yeah. to get the story. Well, now that the thing that was important to her is no no longer there, then she needs she needs to make sure that her sacri- her sacrificing her time with her brother means something. And if and at this point, she feels like capturing these stories, documenting all this stuff, interviewing these people, um, leaving a record of of what you know people to tell what happened is. Mm is important and and is the the most important thing to her because she doesn't have anything else. Right. And, and a lot of it's because she hasn't let herself, um, you know, be, be of importance to someone else or, or held anybody close to her. To well, be. real journalism, what is the first thing they tell you? You are not to be the story. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's forgotten now, but. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> some outlets could, could could learn to learn some some wisdom from that. But yeah, yeah, sounds nice. Hot take. Don't be the yes. story. Don't be the story. Cover the story. Um. So yeah, so I I, I did find that that part at least uh, mm-hmm. at least interesting. It's also yeah, like, I mean you get to learn a lot about a character we've known for a good yeah. while a good while now. I mean the only flaw of this episode really is that it's not called "You Can Call Me Al" and Paul Simon didn't close it. I guess <laughs> oh Lord. <sighs> or they played the song when Landslide came down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing that really uh, kind of stands out to, to me is um, she did something so stupid uh, going there by herself instead of waiting for, you know, company to come with her. Yeah. Uh, and doing this, she's so much smart, but she is being smart throughout this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Um after doing something that dumb, yeah. Um, so I do like that. Like she's not doing. It was all in the script, Daryl. Hey, she had it was, to. It was dumb. It was truly dumb for her to do that. So yeah, so they uh, they get past that. They end up walking. They come across a van that has some uh, a bunch of uh, hiking, uh, tons yeah. of supplies in there. Hiking supplies, everything was else. Down by the river. I was yeah. just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, that's because we're old. Um, so they decide to go ahead and make camp there um, and and they're going to head out in the morning and so uh, 
I thought this part was actually smart. They they set up. I can't tell, and it doesn't really matter whether it was there or they put it there. But uh, there's a tent that's hanging above the ground, uh, off the ground that they're that they spent the night in. Uh, Happy took is, it out of the back of that van. Right. That right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it made sense that it was you know walkers around everything else. It makes sense to to put the tent. Oh, uh, totally smart. Ground. You treat them like bears and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so she takes first watch and then comes up there and they, uh, they kind of call it a night. Um, so then the next morning they head out, uh, and they start the, the big climb. Uh, so, so they start climbing up the side of this cliff and is there a reason in particular that they decided to climb so close to the one walker that was already there? Like the best path. yeah, it's the pass. Yeah, it's, it's a you know you got rock climbers have a strategy as far as how the yeah. best efficient. And I assume they probably saw whatever holds hands, yeah. whatever they could put in to properly get up and there. And he was a good climber. The, you remember they had said something like, with all that equipment, they're good climbers. They weren't just yeah. Yeah. you know uh, regular dude, you know, regular people that you know are doing this as a hobby. They seem to be really good uh, survivalists. Well, and this I mean, there are the so many us? paths. So yeah. That, yeah. So, and also, by the way, just off topic but related, if you haven't seen the documentary Solo, check Free it out. Solo. Free, Free Solo, yes. On my <laughs> top 10 list of last year. As opposed year. to the documentary whoa, whoa. Solo, solo about a man. Solo was a documentary? <laughs> I meant yeah. free solo. It's about this legendary bandit. Who, um, <laughs> he had yeah. a train. He had a train heist, and he, he yeah. was in prison with the girl. Some Game robot loving Game of Thrones there. girl was there. And, yeah, robot yeah, loving was, in it. Childhood friends with childish Gambino. Yeah, and his robot lover, and yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> he, he probably met Darth Maul, but we'll never know. We'll never <laughs> know. <laughs> the world. <laughs> I didn't know that was a documentary. Thanks. Yeah. It happened a long, long time ago. <laughs> that I heard. Did you? That I heard. Did you? But Free Solo is a great movie. Check yes, it, out. it is. Oh. I like how we're like, 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 come on, Russ. This is how rock climbing works. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the two pros, because we we saw Free Solo, asshole. Right. We know how this works. That's right. <laughs> Rock climb. If, if there's a crew of people that I would assume it's rock climbers, yeah. it's Chub Toe, Jim Dates, and Daryl Taylor. Yeah. I watched it, so I know. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, oh. my firefighting training I did all those years didn't cover rock climbing. <laughs> well, you guys, well, you just go down a pole. That's not the same as going up a rock face. Jim, when you're a climber. Like mm-hmm. myself, there's a mm-hmm. path you have to take. Right? right, right, yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. So yeah. they go. What do they do, Russ? They yeah, go. Yeah. They, they start going up the rock, the the, the mountain. No, let's keep by all means. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep riffing on this. Jim, Jim loves it when we just keep keep the Please, train rolling awesome. off the track. Yeah, right? I don't think we've reached the vertical limit on this joke, guys. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the movie Runaway Train with John Voight? Yeah. We're kind of there right now. You know? listen, listen, if you civilians can't take this seriously, then let's just move on with the show. Okay. We can end it right here. Leave it as a cliffhanger. And pick it up next week. Oh, it's oh. A cliffhanger! Hi. Oh. All right. So they start the big climb. Um, <laughs> And it's it's clear that they're st- – the one thing that is clear at this point is even though – I'll call her Isabel because we know her name's going to be as well. Yeah. Even though Isabel kind of has her orders and has her direction, 
her and Al are bonding. Yeah. Uh, it's it's clear that that there there's something forming there and the 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 end goal of what she has to do oh, is yeah. so good. <laughs> 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 but I I will say there's a because it's a female that's you know that instead of a male there is a different energy that is with this like there's the, sure that sure which i appreciate it because you don't you know like there the whole thing with her she doesn't have to constantly like you know threaten her or you know be over looming on her or wow. you know it's, almost, was, it's yeah. almost like they had two capable females in the same team yes show. and you don't <laughs> yeah. get to see that a lot so it was yeah. like to you know like basically it was i die you die you know like you know we're yeah. gonna have to trust each other to uh to get up there so i kind of i really enjoyed that you know fresher breath air where it's not um you know it's not that constant thing of no big dude you know threatening her or you know or you either making passes at her or you know that that kind of danger you have to worry about it's just a different kind of thing yeah um, and they, so as they, as they, as they start this climb, um, they, they kind of go up and then of course, Isabel slips and you know, the, the, the piton, see, I know what they are. Um, I'm no civilian as they, as they start to climb, uh, comes loose. And so Al's kind of left with, with the, the, the only choice she really has is to kind of re-anchor herself, right. uh, on the walker. And so there's this kind of cool bit where. She's having to, uh, you know, get the the um, the tool that that's hanging off the walker and stab him with it, and then uh, you know attach her carabiner up to the to the piton that's stuck in the in the oh, cliff. Carabiner, and, you are a pro. Wow. Hey, I gotta hey. say, everything about the sequence was fantastic to me. Like, just the yeah. this is such a and it I I can this is one of those like they saw they thought of this first and worked backwards kind of moments for the oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> but like I love yeah. it. Like it's so cool. The it idea of like great. what happened if a guy died and then he became a zombie while stuck on a mountain. Like that's so much yeah. fun. And they yeah. just like they really ratcheted up the tension with it. Like it's so mm-hmm. cool to watch. You get people falling off the damn mountain. Like there's so many like just cool ways they utilize this oh, concept for this sequence. With that. And John John Liskow in that cable car and then so oh. <laughs> yeah when he was like walk off. Like, it was just yeah. great. Like, awesome. And I do and I also appreciate the thing of not having to argue with someone about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, follow my lead. You know, like I had. You know, like trust me, and you don't have to go through a thing of, I don't. You know, like oh, I don't know, and you know, I have to think about it, and there's not a pause. There's... Yeah, the the problems that happen aren't because of a lack of like ability. It's just more yeah. of the situation sucks, and you yeah, know, sometimes it happens. <laughs> yeah, and we have to get out. You know, the, we have to trust. You had to trust Al to get. You know, this time mm-hmm. to get out of it. So they're finally able to make it to the top, um, and they they kind of decide. Uh, or Isabel decides that uh, they call a truce for the night is, mm-hmm. is essentially what it amounts to. Um, over a beer. And, yeah. Over a beer. Right. Um, so the fuel up there, there's, there's some beer up there and they kind of, again, they, they tell they a lot of, with the eyes too. Like instead of having to do something like you're pretty or something, but there is that, which I would hated to hear, you know. That's, that's, that's Daryl's that like that. best opener, right there. Oh, I started out <laughs> like that. The cool kid, you're pretty. 
Um, there was a lot told. He, he and uh, Aaron Davis used to trade one-liners back in the day when he had oh. the A and Daryl had the U-Prink. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's and the shoulder there. touch. That's hey. right. That, uh, there's a lot with Isabel. There's a lot of stuff she tells with the eyes. Like even when she's telling, you know, like she's not telling or she's, you know, you know, there's, there is that hint of danger. Like when I don't need you anymore, that, you know, part of the plan is I have to get rid of you. Um, the assumption, but there is a lot like she, you do see her eyes change for her when she's talking to her, when she's looking at her, it's, it's good acting to do it that way. Yeah. Like you don't get much out of it. You don't get much out of either one of them. <laughs> in terms of how they feel about the other it's just right, about the situation right. but the way that they start to look at each other um you know you start to see that they there is that kind of there's some kind of connection between them that oh, they have yeah. exactly and, and al keeps <laughs> trying to get more information right that's like her thing keeps, right she keeps trying to find like okay what's your deal like what mm-hmm. you like if you're gonna kill me then just tell me right what you people are what you know what who you are, what your name is, what you're doing, you know, what's going on, <clears throat> you know, it, it, if I'm not going to be around anyway, then what, then what difference does it make? It's a good and, tactic, too. I mean, they teach you that, yeah. too, uh, uh, a hostage situation, whatever, to keep talking uh, to them. The longer they talk, the more, you know, the information you get out of them, the more they become familiar with you, the less likely they are to kill you. Mm. Sometimes. Well, also, I I think right then no she was already uh, uh, Isabel was already wrestling with whether she was going to kill her or not because well, that's she looked sure. kind of shocked sure. that she's like, oh, you realize it too. Now I have to really think about it. Yeah, that's what a negotiator always. You know, I you know watching shows. I'm not a negotiator, but I do watch one on TV. They always <laughs> talk about you have to keep them talking. That's like the rule number one is to keep them talking to you. Because once they stop talking, that's when it, it really gets dangerous. But they start, uh, as they continue to talk, they talk about her, I guess, partner, her friend, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever you want to call him, uh, that she had to, had to kill and kind of what the situation was with that. And that right. he, he, he kind of, it sounded like he just kind of freaked out and, and was g- going to run away. And uh, she basically had to put him down so that he didn't get away and potentially... Uh, let other people know what was what they who they were what was going on yeah. or you know who they were about. So. Yeah, he had a murder shed all picked out with keys and everything, <laughs> and he just lost it. And they mentioned the whole nuclear power plant. Like, yeah, we saw the, the there's a power plant about five kilometers from here. We saw what it did to the to the to the dead um, that were there, and uh, and so that's when her you know her her partner there kind of freaked out. So. So again, we get a little more tie into what we know from what's gone on with the other, you know, mm-hmm. with the others. So, um, Al was able to take the gun away um, too. So also smart, the uh, way yes. she did that. Um, until uh-huh. she fell asleep and it got taken away the next morning. Uh, so after all that, dr- off, off, after all the dramatics of getting up the hill, um, we pretty much don't see them going down the hill, which, I mean, for the most part, isn't really that relevant. But right. they're able to, to grab a couple <laughs> of cans of gas and some supplies, and, and obviously they head back down. And then Al takes her to where uh, where she truly hid the tape. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, She never would have found that there. Yeah, yeah, because she hid it on. Not the, There was a walker that was just sitting, uh, laying there, dead. And then there's another one that was um, 
kind of half in the water, half out of the water, and she had her little pack hidden in there. Mm. And she said she needed to hide it somewhere where the others would be able to find it. So, mm. uh, so she able to to get the tape, and then of course Isabel uh, takes what looked like thermite out of her um, out of her little pouch there and lights the tape on fire and destroys it. That's which, the other thing they never do in movies, where it's something where they have you know like they want something and they have to get rid of it. It can't you know if any it gets in the wrong hands. It's it's the worst, and they hold on to it when they get it. Yeah. As opposed to just destroying it right away. It's like the knock list, right? Yeah. It's like, just destroy it. <laughs> just, just I just want to say how important videotape is as a medium in this whole uh, fiasco. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I just, I just would have downloaded it on streaming. Yeah, I'd be curious if the reclamation team had a cloud system in place as well. <laughs> yeah, right. and destroy the backup. Oh yeah, um, but it, and two as they go on, there she's able to. Uh, Al's able to find out not real like more about what they're you know. Th- again, they have these rules. There are specific procedures. Yeah. These people are pretty smart. Um, they they're trying. You know, it's all vague things. Like we're Ooh. trying to make things better. We're trying to rebuild. Right. Um, it's more important than us. It's, yeah. you know, we're there, you know, what's happening, what's ha- it's all about what's happening there is the future. Yeah. Like it's and she not, was trying to get parts yeah. for a water uh, reclamation system right. or a water right. water uh, cleansing system. So We get a better sense, though, than we ever had before about what this organization is, though. Yeah. True, and I also get the feeling that Rick's got to be dead because there's no way with that type of attitude that they have that his whole well let's think about this you know blah 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 his waffling back and forth they'd shoot him in the head they could find a reason to keep him if they want to it's tv if they want to find a reason they didn't kill him well and and how people act within the community versus the so i I took it as there are more strict rules for these teams that go out and do things than necessarily Uh, the people living in the the community right i mean yeah. I, I I don't take it as like a governor type of deal inside the community. I take it as like, hey, if you're going to be on this recon team and you're going to go out in the wild, like there are very strict rules that you are going to follow. Um, yeah, or that makes sense. Gonna... Yeah. Remember, they plan to take someone. That was the plan with yeah. Rick. So, you know, unlike this one, this was something where she was stranded. It was not a plan. It was it was better to just kill the person, you you know. That you're a loose end now that they know about her. You know, you're, you're supposed to kill them. So, yeah. So, after she destroys the tape, then Al kind of th- realizes, okay, it's it's my it's my turn. Yep, it's go time. So, yeah, she tells her her name's Isabel. She she pulls the gun on her. Um, <clears throat> and there's a it's, – it's a really uncomfortable pause. Oh, for real. It mm-hmm. really where, is. Where you're just focused on Al's face. You see the back – you know, the front of the gun behind her. And she's just waiting for it. And finally, Isabel says, I, I want you to live. Um, that, you know, I'll, I'll, what did she say? I'll, I'll go my own way or something like that. So basically, she, she tells Al, look, I'm not going to kill you. Uh, and Al turns around and Isabel says, you're the most beautiful. Th- what did she say? You're the most beautiful thing I've seen since. I've or since everything went to hell, or since I've, mm-hmm. I've since I she started says, this or something. Al's the prettiest thing she's seen in the apocalypse, and then kisses her. Brown chicken, brown cow. Since the I, actually, she says since the end of everything. 
which is right. the title oh. of the episode. Uh, right. There you go. That's when the yeah. Paul Simon kicks in. And then, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. I'm just thinking about that song. <laughs> <laughs> that scene. Exactly. How it happened? So after that, they they pretty much go their their own separate ways. She she goes back in her way. She gets in the helicopter. She tells the group that nope, everything went according to plan. She's got the she's got the materials and she takes off. And Al's able to get a hold of Morgan. Um, and Morgan and Alicia are nearby. They find her. And Al lies to them and doesn't tell them anything related to Isabel or what she saw. Or the oh, we also forgot how much he told her. Like you can't tell anyone about. Oh right, right. Us. You know, like this. Yeah, it's important that you do not tell anybody about it. So then again, it just kind of leans back to Al being the journalist, right? Protecting her source. Um, you know, not not disclosing a source. I guess if you want to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and may and you know, maybe. I mean, there, there's all kinds of reasons. You know, behind. I think she just genuinely felt connected to this to, uh, to Isabel, and and again, you know, oh, they were connected. Um, and 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 so again, that's kind of how the episode ends. It's it's you know Morgan and uh, Alicia and the kids find find Al and like I said, she she didn't tell her anything. She's like, oh yeah, I you basically after I went back there, I I didn't see anything. It was a trick on my camera yeah. lens. It was nothing. I Which, I was lost. I basically finally found my way here. I saw the hell. I heard the helicopter, but I couldn't really see it. And um, she shared another bit of herself with them. Yeah, she told him her name was I forget what it what it was, and she said I have both my parents were Pol- had Polish last names, and what did she say? They decided to put them together or something like that. Like basically, her last name is a combination of both her parents. Right. Her parents with very long Polish last names. Yeah, uh, I got the a, feeling like that, that that's a fun bit actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She just yeah. like announces that, and that just announces the the reason. <laughs> it's fun, right? <laughs> I get the feeling though that Morgan didn't quite buy her. He oh, did. it was a trick of the camera. I'm not going to push it. He, he just had that yeah. look yeah. of, I'm not going to push it, but I don't yeah. believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, someone's up, but he's not going to say Right. Right. Yeah. If it's really that important, because Al's been a good ally, and if it's really that That's important, true. she'll tell us when it happens. Yeah. So that's the episode. It Yeah, so it is. <laughs> it certainly was. Yeah. So before we get into our Buster or Toby's and the audience Toby's, uh, we'll have a brief message from our sponsor DCB Service. We kind of plugged them earlier as The Walking Dead is now over as of this recording. Um, I would the comic I would incur- is over. The comic, yes, yeah. the comic. Um, yes, very, very important. Don't freak to- out the fans now. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, I would say head over to InStockTrades.com and use this as an opportunity to get caught up on the trades before the last trade and the last hardcover come out uh, for the main series, um, where you can uh, get them for a tremendous discount, whether it's trade, hardcover, compendium. Uh, what, the, there's a hardcover. I forget what they could the, – the, the double hardcover that has like the 24 issues in it, um, whereas the compendium has 48 issues. It's a big – uh, softbound volume um, that you can you can get uh, as well, um, and you can save on all kinds of other uh, hardcovers and trade paperbacks over at In Stock Trades, um, and as well as do your monthly ordering uh, over at DCBService.com. Uh, and so the July solicits should be out any minute now, uh, as it's the beginning of July. So head on over uh, to DCBService.com and check out the what is. 
uh, going to be on sale this month for crazy discounts um, and get your orders in. I wanted to uh, me- have- mention really quickly, if I could, the um, the hardcovers of The Walking Dead that have 12 issues uh, each in the hardcovers right now. I have are, those. Those are the ones that Aaron collects. I was just about to say. They at DCB Service now are twenty twenty nine. That's forty seven percent off. That's a steal. It is. It's a good deal, and this, they'll look nice on your shelf. Uh, the trade paperbacks right now are forty percent off at eight ninety nine. So it is. It's it's a steal of a good deal. So and if it, you order fifty dollars worth, you get free shipping. Yep. And that, and that is very easy to do. Believe me. So you know, head on over there if you want to get caught up and and you'll know, get the whole story. You know, graphic novel style, The Walking Dead. It's a great way to do it and a cheap way to do it. And you're not selling your soul to some sort of um, soulless corporation. It's a uh, you know small business. They do right by you. They have great customer service and uh, great prices as well. So check them out. Really quick, too, Russ, you mentioned the compendium's 48 issues. If you multiply that by four, that's 192. So that makes sense that he ended it on 193 because now then they can have four compendiums and not have to worry about more. Yes. Well, that makes total sense. Yes. It'll be a, the last one will be a, will be a humdinger of a compendium because it'll be extra sized. Yep. Um, all right. So what are, what do we think of this episode? Uh, uh, Jim, I'll let you go first. I thought it was good. I liked the character of Al and I'm glad we kind of got, some of her background story and kind of a, more of a contextualized place to put her, you know, that we really hadn't had before. I liked the character of Isabella too. It was cool. I thought there was there was well acted between the two of them. I thought they had you know um, believable chemistry and stuff. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty decent episode. I give it a three point five. Excellent, Daryl. What do you think? Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, getting all this little bit of history with Al. It's not like we got a ton, but I mean, getting it's the most we've gotten out of her in the entire time she's been on the show so far. Um, but just watching these two characters just bond the way that they bonded and the action in it. I mean, you know, the rock climbing, the with the zombie, uh, you know, seeing Al figure out a way to get out of the car, you know, being tied up to a car, or you need Bob wire and a zombie and you can get out. Um, you know, just all those little things put together. Uh, it was some good, I think it was very strong acting. I, I think that, you know, plus I, I dig it when it's just two characters sometimes, mm-hmm. um, watching two characters connect on a level on a certain level. It's just, uh, it, it, it it's just I think it's just great. It, it it's like exercise for acting, right? To watch uh, uh, two characters who are strangers actually start to come together because of the situation. Well, some of my and some of my I'm starting to interject her mm-hmm. on it, but um, I mean, some of my favorite episodes of both the Parent Show and this show mm-hmm. are episodes where they did that, where they just focus on the small right. number of characters. It's like a great themselves. play. It's like yeah. I lo- like like strong plays when they're just one or two characters in the for the entire play. Uh, it's just like watching, you know, like a just a wonderful art, you know, happening. Uh, and, which it felt it felt like it was, you know, and then it was emotional when it got to the end. I mean, that was an emotional scene when they finally kissed, uh, and they knew they would never be together again, right? 
uh, to connect with somebody like that on that level and to know that you probably will never be together again, probably because you'd be dead because you're not, you know, you're not supposed to, to, uh, to interact in this new world. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'd give it a four out of five. I mean, I, I really did really dig it. Cool. Aaron. It's funny. And I, I, cause I know what the, the Facebook page reaction has been to this episode, which is less favorable. And I find it kind of a shame cause I think we've been like three episodes in a row. Um, I've been enjoying quite a bit, like as far as what they present to me, as far as these kind of, singular episodes that tell you a kind of a beginning beginning middle and end story even though it's part of a greater thing and i think this one as you guys have all just kind of elucidated already it 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 hits the it hits what i want out of this show as far as giving me character work uh making it making you know making it making a strong effort to kind of tell that story giving me cool zombie action i mean this rock climbing thing alone is before toby's already but like it all adds up to me to make for a satisfying fear the walking dead episode like if i'm I have a level of expectation with the show at this point, which is a bit, it's a, it, you know, it's higher than it really kind of needs to be as far as this spin-off series, just because it's increased its quality so much last season. And I think that's just continued to carry through here, but watching this, it's like, yeah, I can nitpick it if I want to, as far as certain logic things or what have you. But at the end of the day, it's like, I like seeing this strong character story between two people that both gives me more about a person that we've been following for a while, as well as telling me a new story that presumably forwards the plot for whatever, wherever this is going next, as far as this other crew that we're society that we don't know about yet. So, I mean, yeah, I'm at four Tobies. I thought it was just a strong episode. Rich. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Well, and Aaron mentioned the last three episodes. I actually was behind. I haven't been on the show in a couple of weeks. Um, I watched the last three episodes back-to-back yesterday. Um, And I agree, this is like just ratcheting up the quality of the show from the improvements that were made last season. Um, I really liked the character of Al. And for us to, you know, I was kind of wondering, she hasn't been on in what three, the three episodes or something like that. So not being around, I was like, "Eh." and then when I got to this and it was like, okay, maybe something didn't happen to her. That was detrimental. And then this episode unfolded and I liked it from beginning to end. I mean, there were a couple of little things, but it little throwaway things, but for the most part, um, I enjoyed seeing, um, her name's Maggie grace, right? That plays Al. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shannon from lost. That's, that's another name we can, (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. So yeah, to tell you um, how good she is at playing this character. You don't. Or the daughter from Tanya. like that. Yeah, she's nothing like those characters. Yeah, um, but I just wow, her acting chops really showed this episode. Um, it, it it was just very well done. I like the buildup that we've had, the mystery around the um, you know who's leaving these these walkers on the road tied together with their guts or whatever, and the the heads and everything else, which also makes me think Isabel's even more of a badass than she lets off to be. Um, but and and her that that character, I, I I hope that this isn't the last time we see her. It probably is, but I hope not because. I really liked that character. I really liked, you know, some of the insight we got on what the that group or whatever it is is, you know, just a little bit more. Um, 
uh, and then, like someone mentioned earlier, uh, just learning more about Al's backstory, the whole thing with her brother, um, you know, and just the whole connection, the human connection. I thought this was a very well written, very well shot episode. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm giving it four and a half. It four and a half Tobys for me. I just thought it was really, really good. Guess that leaves me. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. I, 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 I think it had a better ending than a beginning, but there was just some stuff in the beginning that just was really eye rolly to me and just kind of took me out of it for a while. Um, I, I, th- I think the Isabel and Al stuff, the more interpersonal stuff, worked much, much better. Um, and like I said, I think the ending worked better than the beginning. Um, but I think that beginning, there are just parts of it that just really had me shaking my head um, script-wise and, and writing-wise. So I'll, I'll give it a three. All righty. I mean, cool. maybe if you, knew more about rock, if you knew more about rock climbing, that might have helped. Probably. I mean. <laughs> Probably. Oh, never mind. I'll give you that. Um but that's what we thought, uh, and we have a wonderful Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash group slash Walking Dead TV podcast. Um, so you can head on over uh, – I'm sorry, facebook.com slash group slash WDTV podcast yeah. uh, where you can leave your Tobies for the Fear Show and your Busters for the main show. Um, and as well as we post up Aaron's – uh, weekly re- episode reviews. Um, we're usually pretty good about somebody posting up some news. Um, we try and keep it light, keep it non-spoilery uh, as much as we can. Um, and if you don't do the Facebooks, you can email us at hhw or wdtv at hhwled.com uh, where we will read your email on the air if you so choose for us to do so. Um, so, Mr. Dietz, the total. Yes, hello. I just wanted to let everybody know at HHWLOD here, I've been put on part-time duty because there were so many fewer Tobies to read uh, than there were Busters. So get those Tobies in, people. I need, I need some work here, okay? They pay me by the word. Um, yeah, the, the, the listeners did not really, uh, it didn't really click with them the way it did with us. Uh, Brent Jones says uh, two mez out of five. Uh, so we all... So all we learned is that the chopper group is pretty damn large, and there's now a gang of kids in tow. Okay, uh, Richard uh, Richard Charrington, Chopper Cherry, Marathon Man. Uh, two. The trailer itself for next week's episode was better than this episode out of five. This was kind of meh episode. Uh, didn't love it, but didn't hate it. Uh, so it was the Coors Light of episodes, Richard. <sighs> At least, you know, this episode is watchable and isn't going to affect your health or make you a pee. So, of course, you, you can't say that about, uh, you know, you can't say that about Coors Light. Uh, Dre Irvin, three, uh, 3.5 Tobies. I thought the episode was beautiful. However, I definitely needed more about who and where that woman was from to have made this episode make more sense. More background info might have also helped to make that dramatic kissing scene more emotional. Instead, it was just meh. Because I did not feel a connection to Isabel. Uh, Robert Nigro, uh, two mez out of five. A lot of mez this week. Uh, Kevin Berry, uh, two. This episode did not live up to the hype out of five. I wish I had more to say, but this episode was just fine. Maybe if I watch it again, I will enjoy it more. 
but I did like Rock Climbing Walker, and it made me wonder how many would be stuck on Everest or K2. And Simslade, uh, 2.5 stolen Zona plot lines from Z Nation. So, by all means, get in some Tobies, people. You know, I, I, I agree with what Aaron said earlier. The past few episodes of this uh, show have been pretty strong and pretty pretty uh, well well done. I, I, I don't understand why it's not getting more attention, you know, from the fans. But I don't want oh. to speculate, and I won't. I, but I, I just, I do think for this show, especially one that's, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say it's unpopular, but it's certainly, you know, it's not on a, it's, it's, it's not capturing the zeitgeist, that's for damn sure. I mean, so it's, but it, it's still like taking chances to seemingly explore some interesting ideas. I mean, there's the, the zombie apocalypse, I mean, we're, I guess, at the same time frame as The Walking Dead at this point, but like, seeing things like grief and, you know, isolation and what have you, I do think the show tries to handle and I think, interesting ways. And I think, if anything, because it's not as popular as The Walking Dead, it's allowed to explore a bit more in that kind of area as far as kind of go for some less conventional choices because it doesn't need to appease a giant marketplace, marketplace in the same way. And, like, I can appreciate that. I get if it's not kind of on the same speed that people might want to like expect from you know a show about the zombie apocalypse but i, I don't know I'm, I'm just into it i'm into what what's kind of being presented here like i said about wraps it up for this episode we had a lot to talk about uh, especially before the show got started of course mm-hmm. um and just stay tuned to hhw lod for me um stuff popping up and uh gotham by geeks which i do with daryl taylor um which you can find over at the Taylor Network of Podcasts. And, Daryl, what else can folks find over there? Uh, you can uh, check us out on Nothing's On, uh, which is a TV and movie podcast, uh, which I'm on with Jim and uh, comedian Donnie Salvo, um, as well as other podcasts. We have a DC, uh, a DC-centered uh, podcast called uh, DC All-Stars, where we just had uh, one of the voice actors from uh, Young Justice and... Star Wars, Clone Wars, and all that. Uh, Jason Spizak. Oh. Um, so that was very fun to talk to him uh, about all that in his career. Uh, so, yeah. So, so check that out uh, on the Taylor Network Podcast. Excellent. Uh, Aaron, where can folks find your stuff? I'm uh, I'm all over the place. I, I um, host a, a podcast called Out Now with Aaron and Abe. That's where me and my friend Abe talk about the weekly movie releases. We also have special bonuses uh, that include commentaries every month, which are always a lot of fun. Jim's occasionally on those. Um, yeah, we got what's coming out. Spider-Man's coming out. So we got a big Spider-Man episode coming out. Midsummer just came out. We have a big bonus Midsummer episode. A lot of fun stuff going on over there. I'm also writing weekly over at WeLiveEntertainment.com. All my written reviews are basically over there. I also wrote about my favorite films of the year so far. And um, Preacher's coming back in August, so I'll be writing about Preacher when that hits, which will be fun because i like writing about preacher and i'm on twitter at aaron's ps4 cool jim where can folks find find you uh as darren mentioned on uh, taylornetworkpodcast.com every week with the nothing's on podcast talking about uh, tv and movies and all kinds of other goofy stuff donnie salvo's wrestling corner is always a, a treat um you can also go to old magic gaming uh on soundcloud and check out our um live play rpg podcast we are getting ready to relaunch the website with uh, links to our YouTube uh, channel, which we're about to uh, launch. We finally think we have enough content to do all that. So check out old magic, oh yeah, oldmagicgaming.com 
on the next few weeks and check out what we've got in store for you. Rich, where can people find you? Yeah, right here, HHWLOD on uh, this wonderful podcast. Um, I occasionally on Taylor Network with the DC All-Stars. It's been a while. We need to get back together. Um, but you can find me on all the socials at ChubToad01. Yeah, I want to talk Doom Patrol. Yes. Oh, God, that show was so great. That, too. And uh, don't forget our Watchmen podcast coming up this fall. Yes. Cool. Yes. Into that. For sure. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode six of this here season. Um, I would say there might be more news, but there's no more comics to cancel. So um, <laughs> so I can't see anything being bigger than that. All but right. we might have some news maybe on this new show they're filming. Comic-Con is a couple weeks away. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we'll have some Comic-Con-related news. Here, let me let me throw this out there as a speculation. Do you think do. at Comic Con that they might announce because just given where we are with the timelines and where these shows are, do you think they might announce some kind of like mega crossover event involving Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead? Wouldn't surprise I would me. Be surprised. I would think so. I yeah. would not be surprised. Yeah. Like, I'm, be, I'm kind of like expecting yeah. something along those lines at this point, unless like the unless the spinoffs the big news and it's like you know. And we've heard nothing else about any of the movie yeah. stuff that they were going to do. Movie stuff, especially yeah. So it's like so, I'm well, very curious. What's next. I thought I read the other day that Kirkman has he's got the Skybound panel, he's got the Walking Dead TV panel, the Fear of the Walking Dead panel, and then there was something else that he's involved in, too. So, there's going to be a lot of Walking Dead going on. Well, yeah, he's not writing anymore, so he has a lot of free time on his hands all the time. True, yeah. yeah. I guess so. I mean, I can... Yeah, or... I'm sorry, I was just going to say, I feel like they keep taking baby steps toward a crossover, like, first with Morgan, then with Dwight, like, you know, bit by bit. So, yeah, I think it'll happen. And I could I could see an announcement similar to uh, Mark Millar's announcement with Netflix about his properties, you know, doing yeah. that. I could see something similar uh, being announced, whether it be either a film or or other TV shows based on his comics, one or the other. But I could just see something being announced that you know that they're going to move forward finally with something. And I don't. I mean, I know. I guess when what when Fear started, they're like, oh, these shows will never cross over, and. and and we've kind of seen it happen little by little. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know why no. that. Because they're people... not politicians. It's not like it affects your no. life. It's like, okay, there's a show. Whatever. Right. Like, yeah. It's not like I mean, you made a vow to me never for that to never happen. It's not. I mean, I think, yeah. I think they've done it in a smart enough way that it makes sense. Like, Morgan migrated. I mean, whatever. Like, it, it doesn't. I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess if you're telling good stories, I don't really care if it's because you crossed over. You didn't cross over. Yeah, that's the know, thing. Whatever. The crossover is the best thing that's happened if you're the Walking Dead. So it's like, okay, yeah, but, it improved yeah. this show. It totally no improved the show. If it makes it better, then I don't see what the big deal is. If it makes yeah. it better, yep. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I, uh, I would not put it past that to be uh, a speculation come true. Like if they announced that, I would, I would not be surprised by that. Um, all right. Anybody else have anything else? Just that when there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, the comic's over, folks. And remember, carabiners save lives, so buckle up. Mm-hmm. <laughs>